Hey, before we get started, I know you have heard a lot about voting, and I know you heard plenty in my episode one about voting, but I did want to let you know everything that you need to know in regards to voting, especially when in preparation for voting, is in vote.org. It's all the voting questions and concerns answered in one website. It has election protection hotline if you feel like your voting rights are being compromised, COVID info, a literal timer set down to the date of November 3rd, which we know is an important date, the early voting locations if it's still available in your location, you can find your locating drop boxes, setting reminders, everything. Go there and check it out. And if you're too young to vote, it's still vital and still so helpful for you because you can still pledge to register and you can find polling place locators. And if you are of age, you can become a poll worker and help other people vote, which that's a paid gig, by the way. Filing for the 2020 census. I know you're skeptical about it, but do your research. It doesn't ask about your immigration status, and it really helps pinpoint how much money can we allocate to necessities based on the number of people in each area. So don't hesitate. Do your research. Study to show yourself approved and get all that you need and more at vote.org. Hello, hello, hello. This is Melodic, and you already know what it is. We coming to you with another episode of Soapbox Off, where we come with hard-hitting topics that are jaw-dropping, thought-provoking, thought-challenging. So come with your emotions on neutral and your critical thinking on high. (laughs) Well, aside from that, you already know I love to have me some entertainment, and this is an entertainment segment, and what else but... (laughs) married at first sight uh, duh (laughs) decision day was yesterday so you know I had to get it out of my system I had to talk about it and why not talk about it with the lovely sparktabulous that is here and we're gonna go ahead and get into it all right so buckle up hold tight because we about to get started right now okay everybody So, as you already know, this is more of the entertainment piece for me that I love to do. And, of course, Meredith First Sight, their ending decision day was last night. And I know some of you must must have watched it, and I know I did. And you already know I I had to have somebody else that was watching it with me glued to the screen talking about it with me and it was none other than sparktabulous hey i'm back in the building what's up so fox fans yes tell them what is up we are about to go in about this this we are going in but to preface it i hate commercials okay You can't be putting out these commercials on decision day. I am a stream junkie. I can't stand commercials. I will skip. There's a way to skip through it. I would rather do it and just play it right on through. (laughs) Listen, I got mad about the on-demand when I was binging to catch Mm -hmm. up because I still would have to Mm -hmm. watch the commercials. So I was just like, a girl can't win. But this this decision decision day, day. it was a whole different different beast. Surprises. 
But I'm yes. gonna let you. This is your ship. I'm just a passenger. <laughs> well, see, <laughs> we 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 gonna talk about these surprises because the main surprise. Well, the first surprise we are gonna get into is about Amelia Listen. and Bennett. Mm. It, it wasn't a surprise that they were going True. to say okay. I, I'm yes. I'm gonna be honest about that. But the surprise was that this Negro done stood up and took them pants down to expose this tattoo. And I was like, baby, you still got right. a little whip going on around this tattoo? This is a fresh one. <laughs> yes, nice and fresh. Fresh and nice. I, said, I thought okay, he was about to do a stripping proposal is- or something. I didn't know what was about to happen. I was like, okay. Uh, well, see, I w- I, here's the crazy thing for me. I actually felt like his outfit had symbolism for me because the hat he wanted to wear the hat at the wedding I, yes. if you remember yes but he but did she it. saw it and she said oh i fell in love with you right at the very beginning and he, he wore, wore for decision, decision. Day. that tells me this man listens yes <laughs> now at the same time i was stuck on these pants and i was what are these? What are these freaking pants for? They have to have mm-hmm. something going on. And when you stand up to reveal what is, under, I'm like, oh, well, this is mm-hmm. what the significance mm-hmm. must be. The flash for yes. the grand finale. Drop the curtain because yes. they definitely were some yes. yellow looking yes, curtains yes. to me when yes. I saw them on him. I thought I was like, but okay. whew, after she done <laughs> talking and stuff, it's like, okay, hello, pressure, pressure. What is this going on? Uh, the brother the brother has put a tattoo on his hip <laughs> and you imagine if and, she had came back and, and said what? no uh, pressure cover. cover just get the, get ready for the cover <laughs> tattoo I, I will say with Amelia looking at Amelia every facial expression she gave that they captured it just made me think of a child for christmas it was just oh my gosh y'all are so innocently yes. in love it is yes sickening and that <laughs> but it was adorable they really do <laughs> it just made me feel like christmas yes. on elm street her face yes. is lit up yes. every single time they caught her face during yeah, decision her face day is always going to be on point <laughs> And I, I, with her, with her being the light up of the room, the dim one, which was Olivia with Brit, that was a very okay. dim moment. So um, to kind of canvas their whole situation, they separated two weeks prior to decision day. Okay. True. Um, true. I, I do want to note the music, that, and I know you caught this: the music that they played. <laughs> The the music Wait, the lyrics of the music that they played with their intro when they had the couples telling what they liked about their spouse, what they you know the problematic parts of their spouse and this that and the other and their marriage and how they feel about it. Uh, they had the music, but on their particular relationship, the guy was singing, "I'm so sorry, I'm sorry for the words that I said. I wrote these lyrics down specifically. I'm sorry." <laughs> Sorry for the words I said or whatever. I was just like, oh, wow. Like they took, they handpicked this song. Uh. The editors, they get an award. They handpicked this song specifically for Brett and <laughs> Olivia. Wow. Before they even got to the room uh, where they were making the, got to the green couch, I guess you could say. 
Well, you could definitely yeah. say sorry for the words, but they must not have been too sorry for the words because even after the decision, which was they both a given, they still shooting yeah, words off at each other. also lost, figured out some clues that we didn't know before now. He did a video. Did you catch that? He did a video of him on his phone, on his phone or whatever his device is. And he said, mm, yeah, withdrawn towards she has withdrawn from me. She's distant. very distant, like no handholds, no touches, no, no kisses, no nothing. So, you know, I ain't supposed to go through this another another day. I'm out. And the, but he gave yeah. her the reason that the cats were fighting and I didn't want the cats like, come on, right. man, really? Well, you know what? The, uh, that was something that kind of triggered well it didn't trigger but it was brought to my attention too because I definitely was thinking to myself oh so this was almost kind of like a Miles and Karen thing where she just keeps being this awkward little ball of nerves and he's wanting to be affectionate but unlike Miles he's not going to keep saying okay well let's keep trying okay right. well let's keep fighting right. to the end let's keep trying he's like yeah. F this, I'm and he's like he just was married, being married out of is it. hard yeah, but I still didn't like his attitude. I mean, I, I get it. I know that Olivia has her, she has her, you know, she definitely, mm-hmm. she had her ways that just definitely made me right. be like, girl, you are not right. a flower bed right. of roses either. However, when he gets in his bag, honey, it is, a, it is a Yes. It is a duffel bag. Yes. It's huge, and he gives it to mm-hmm. everybody. So he has back in it. He has back anybody get skills, it. and she has walking walls. That's yes. what I wrote down. Her, her, she has walking, walking walls walk. because she's so checked out now to the point where, like, once you show her who you are, and she don't like it, she's gonna walk around with walls up. And yeah, she'll try to. We need to have a counseling session with Pastor Cal and this, that, and the other. And she tries to, and she has some communication issues because she's not really saying what she, I feel like she's really could uh, describe it, you know what I'm saying? Or describe her feelings about how she feels about the marriage or what Brett is doing that's causing her to do this. He's he's just a, a petty jerk. And she's just like, okay, well, I'm not having it. I'm going to keep my walls up and everywhere I walk, I'm going to have walls. With those walking walls, which you just made me remember, which I love Pastor Cal, he kept pointing out there's nothing that he could say right now that is going to make Mm-mm. you feel any better. I, I think that he would go through saying all the different I'm sorry that you could think of in a plethora of languages and she still would not be satisfied. And that's the thing. I feel that even probably within what was going on within their relationship prior to decision day, even prior to the let's just walk away now, I feel that that probably was something that was going on even then because he wasn't, a, again, he was he would do little things and withhold it and wouldn't just express his feelings. And then when she gets hurt by him doing that, I think that she would just hold it over his head for forever that right. this is what you are doing. And I don't ever feel like you are going to get out of this bag. I feel like you're going to be Alice in Wonderland just right. forever falling right. in this freaking right. hole. Yeah, her mind was made up. When he moved out, that just solidified the deal for yeah. her. And okay, and let's talk about these text messages. Like... He would instigate mm. the text messages, but he's the one that left. 
Well, you know, he said that he wanted to try to be friends. And as a part of me feels that it wasn't just possibly a friendship, though. I feel that maybe when the friend, his friend in the prior episode that was checking him, I feel that maybe he was trying to see if he would get a positive response from her. But when he didn't, he was just, again, back in my bag. Just let me keep pulling in my bag because she's not budging. So then he says, well, then I'll at right. least try to settle for a friendship. That's at least because remember, ain't nobody looking for no friends when you call her wifey and all yeah, this stuff. You yeah, hoping that she's going to turn around. And she's like, I ain't here for that. It's all fake. I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> right. And that's what was so funny because she's like, you're doing this when the cameras are on, but you're a different person when the cameras are off. And I'm like, this time he was he was trying to be friendly on camera and he was sending you wifey mm-hmm. texts and all that off camera. I think that at this point, y'all, as Pastor as Pastor Hal said, y'all are yeah. just passing ships in the night. Every single time one of y'all are ready, the other one's already right. just in shutdown mode and it's mm-hmm. impossible for y'all to get mm-hmm. back on the same way. I agree. But I did feel a way about her saying, well, not feel a way. It wasn't negative, but I was just kind of when she said maybe if I was more affectionate at the time that we got married when I felt that you were such a great guy then maybe things well, would I thought be different she was. but now that things are happening she she made it sound like she could have done more in the beginning while she was still quote unquote attracted to him so I'm assuming that she's saying while things were fresh and new and she was optimistic it would have been a lot more affection even maybe possibly uh, you know, beyond just mm-hmm. holding hands and kissing, you know, what they be talking about. But because of the fact that she saw him at that point, it was impossible to come back from that. So she just, you know, it was always this distance the between them in enough. that department. <laughs> right. It wasn't right. enough ah. to make her cat meow. I saw what you did <laughs> there. Uh-huh. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But with the whole thing about being unresponsive, let's talk about unresponsive but oh, low-key responsive Henry <laughs> with Christina. Listen, on them, I feel like we should hire Tony Baker, the detective, <laughs> out in the community and see if he can come up with where find out where this blackmail text went to. Because apparently it just vanished. And honey, when I saw Oh, when I saw her about to go into her Oscar moment, and then Henry was like, Christina, Christina, Christina. Like, shut it Christina, down. Just shut Christina, it down. Christina. I'm tired. Christina. <laughs> That's why I was like, look at him. Everybody that be thinking he just a little shut down, he giving it all. Even even with his little, even with his like mm-hmm. low, you know, he's like, no, no. And that's why I live for him because even when he is being sharp, mm-hmm. it's still so cool and just, uh, you got to pay attention. Just like when he said, I mean, because in the beginning when she was talking about these text messages, I mean, if they were text messages, I said, okay, <laughs> You better be an investigator, granddaddy. Like, I, I you totally tell it. It's not like I, on, granddaddy. I, uh, it's not like I thought you were gay. This is just, and I, I mean, I don't, it's no big deal if you are. It's just like, come on, girl, really? 
Ah, and again, Pastor Cal for the win. He said, "Now, ain't no way you gonna sit here and say I didn't think that." But if you and are, let me tell you what a good wife would have done. Okay, a good wife wouldn't have brought it to a husband. Ugh. Good wife would have checked if it really mm. happened. A good wife, if I got a text message about my husband and this dude claims that he had an affair or some kind of fling with my current husband and I am getting this text message, I'm going to say, okay, well, let me go to my legal template docs and pull up a NDA and I, I'll meet you. I'm not going to tell him that, but I'm going to protect my husband mm. because that's who my husband, Right. Now, then I'm going to talk to him mm. and say, okay, now listen, this dude signed the NDA. Do you know his name? Because I have him sign the NDA. It's no big deal, but he can't talk about it. And if he does, this is the price that he's going to pay. It's about yeah. covering your husband. Now, not saying if that is true that happened, that's what I would say. I would be like, okay, but we need to protect yeah. you because apparently this dude is coming to me about whatever or whatever but the way that her her story had too many holes in the ship too because it was all ship. about her you said a good wife you said right. a good wife would do that for her husband but what she did was i'm gonna hold this over your head and you're gonna have my back and it was always about her i i feel that i'm desirable i don't think that i'm you know i i feel that he should want me like there is not a time that a guy does not just want to jump my bones and she made it always about him responding to her and her needs and then to top it all off if it doesn't reach your standard right oh you gotta be a i mean look at me like look a, at all of this it's a prime I, should it is want- a prime side hmm? chick vibes that i'm getting from her because only it people was are a- like that are not wives wives are not like that side chicks are yeah but not just that it's also those that seek a certain mm-hmm. masculinity which in my personal opinion it got to be toxic because i'm thinking to myself baby if this is the masculinity that you're looking for and it's what you had in the past baby that masculinity wasn't working for you otherwise you wouldn't be on this show so i mean the masculinity thing has to stop that goes for her Mm -hmm. and it goes for karen (laughs) karen and miles let's go ahead and get it because your girl been waiting (laughs) let me go ahead and just relax myself because you i'm still hot i'm still over here just fuming i need a drink oh can these shows have like a glass of wine because by this time i would have been on my you should have had that bottle of wine shield ready to go with your popcorn (gasps) that's like Girl, uh, first of all, let's talk about girl, her glam uh, choices. Her glam squad, whoever that was, they did good. Uh, He's looking nice and handsome in his suit, and he looked very juicy and mm, fine, like done. Okay, I'm gonna let you I, have all of this part because I just want to get at the part but that I'm hiding. But, you, but you go honey, ahead and you give the highlight them part. eyebrows, honey. She put them little wing tips. She put oh, she did. She she put it on. And she sat on that couch like, mm, okay, yes, I've arrived. Did. Let's go. <laughs> I, 
and and that's what fumes me so bad because I noticed in the last couple of weeks, your girl, and and I and let me clarify, it's not as if you see all of the weeks, but you can tell from the last episode to the current, she was switching up because. All of a sudden, she's wearing her hair down more. Oh, she's looking a little cute now. Oh, so y'all in bed and you the one wearing the satin pajamas and stuff, trying to, you know, talk it up and look cute and die. I'm just like, okay, Lord, what what we doing? And here you go at decision day. You are dressed for the gods, okay? Get into it, Mel. Get into it. And of course, he... Yes, and of course he gonna look at you like the last supper that he's been trying to have for the past four months. Even Steve Harvey said 90 days. <laughs> I mean... Yes. Honey, are you going by that principle? Because either mm-hmm. way, you expired. Mm-hmm. What's going on? You're, mm-hmm. you're And you're married. I, I'm not even trying to be funny. Y'all are married though. Like the the dating thing with the whole thirty days. Okay, you know our you, you know respect Steve Harvey. Okay, but honey, you're married and you did beyond the ninety days and you still you still knowing he's a good man. And I'm I'm not even looking knowing his, he's a good man. Yes, and that's and that's what threw me to hear her even talk about him the way she was talking about him i do have a great guy yes i'm sorry we didn't go into that but um people there was a preview like a little like i forgot what they call it that talks about a show before it opens and she was included and she definitely was talking about it yes i know i have a great guy yes i know that he's this yes i know and she was mm-hmm. also dressed for the guys there i mean i can't yes, lie the girl know how to dress and, yes, and knows how to style her hair yeah like she she definitely admitted everything that everybody has been talking about so i know that she has been privy to what people have been saying but even when she was talking then i i just can't couldn't help but say you don't want him so one or two things is going to happen mel and i i i preface this as one or two one is going to be a weekend shutdown Second honeymoon mm. style, right? They both said yes. Okay. Mm, okay. I was shocked mm-hmm. that she said yes. As a as a, a yes. bunch of everyone who's been watching it is like surprised she said yes. Mm-hmm. But understanding right. her background, her family dynamic of what she was raised in, raised around, she was raised around a very traditional southern black family environment. Okay. Daddy mm-hmm. is the man. Don't come with him with foolishness. Mm-hmm. I'm the man. I don't do no I don't do no feelings and emotions. I don't talk about my feelings. You probably ain't never seen him cry maybe once because maybe his mama died or something. Okay. Then you have a submissive mother to this very uh, stone cold husband. And her, she has seen this her whole life. This is what her view of marriage mm-hmm. is. But then she goes through her own okay. life. Now she's at this place of, my question is, she had to have witnessed something in order for her to say, okay, well, I just got to suck it up, stay married. My needs may never get met. But now in this particular situation, my question is, is it real? So it's either going to be a second honeymoon 
Uh-oh, hey, get the camera going. We getting it down. What? What? Here we go. Here we go, girl. Come on in here. I got some <laughs> pet, some rose petals in the bed. Made you some hot bubble bath. And I got food all taken care of for the whole weekend. We have a second honeymoon. You hear me? The camera's just gone. He going to set it up. He going to set up real, real, real nice. Well, or she's going to be like, uh, no. That was just for the cameras because I'm trying to well, say. Well, face. here's my question for she's you. She's trying Spark. to say face for her family. I That's have what a I question. think. Do you think, based off of what you just said with the submissive wife role, do you feel that maybe she said yes only because Miles said yes? No, I think she said yes because of her family. I think she said yes because she did not want to embarrass her family out here in these streets. She did not want to Mm. uh, mar the name of her mother and her father. Uh, Cause he's he's he he's okay. that strong disciplinarian. If I said no, I said no. Don't come back and ask me again. You know that kind of thing. But it's in that uh, you know that male energy, um, and she's just there to kind of you know soothe over any wounds or something the kids may have or whatever, just to help them understand. Because she got her own dynamics of issues. She did. She said yes to save okay. face. My question is how she's going to turn this after this episode. Is it going to be a second honeymoon or is it going to be more of the same, if not worse? Is it real? Is her yes real? Right? You know that's you know that gospel song. Right. Okay. <laughs> Does yeah, your art soul say yes? yes? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Does your heart <laughs> say yes? You better, you better have us tear. Yes, you better put the little well, you know, little well up did in there, you, like did a little you put Tony. It, did you give a real you know, yes, little Tony? Shut up, bro. You or did you just walk down the aisle and put you your hands up like, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, and turn around and walk out the church and be but the same this, way but, you came in? But, <laughs> but this is, but here, but let's okay with that, Miles. I want to put you in a headlock, my good sir. I don't know what happened in those last couple of weeks because let's be for real. Everybody's saying to you, oh, oh thanks, sweet baby Jesus, that y'all had some extra weeks to, you know, I guess kind of salvage what would have already been a no had you had the typical time frame that a, a original mm-hmm. season would have. But... I don't know. I feel that that's kind of messed up. I feel that it was kind of messed up. And I I don't want to sound as if I really want him to say no. But based off of what was going on with that relationship for so long to get her to budge for so long, just because she snapped all of a sudden in a matter of a couple like a week a couple of weeks and you're saying this was the most that we have been as a couple I'm thinking to myself okay so what was it was she finally okay with it because from what it sounds like when she talked in the beginning that opener where I guess they call Mm -hmm. it quick fire Mm -hmm. I don't remember Ah, you know but in that time she still Mm -hmm. sounded as if she was still in that same mind frame like yes I know that he's this good guy yes I know that he does all these great things for me yes he loves to rub my toes when I'm tired and had a long day and I don't have to ask for it I know that I should be attracted to this guy but guys at the end of the day for me if my emotions aren't there it's not gonna be there for me you could be drop dead gorgeous and if my emotions aren't there I'm still girl, not gonna that girl is feel still hurt. for you she still when hurts. she said that 
Yes, when she said that, in my in my personal opinion, because mind you, this is recorded right. after the show. For her to say all of this now, I'm just thinking to myself, unless you guys have prompted her to talk like she is still in her bag right. of reservations, yeah. it sounds like she's still there. And this whole post time, you're going to find out later that it's still the same, the the same. song and dance. Mm-hmm. That's what it mm-hmm. sounds like it to did. me. And then on top of that, her hurt and, from her past relationship that she had with Odoo for so many years, and he had a whole baby with another woman while she's expecting a proposal. That that part right, contributes but, to the clo- the shutdown of her emotions. So she's not going to be open to love. But and and with that, I feel that if anything, if they were going to tell them, okay, we'll just take sex off the table. I think that what should have been promoted more was communication. I feel that they should have been saying to them more, why don't you go into your feelings about Mm -hmm. why you hurt the way maybe you should talk to your wife, Miles, about Mm -hmm. what her reservations are coming from, where they're rooted from, because maybe with more fluid communication about her hurt, maybe she would have been more vulnerable and open to you know see exactly why he is the way he is because he's open to talking about his hurt which is why she sees him as this exposed person however with her she's still this quiet person but admiring him for being like that at the same time being almost and I don't want to say she's repulsed by it but she's also taken aback to where she's uncomfortable with him being so open to discuss his feelings so I feel that they should have done something more about the communication right. side for them, especially with her opening up about that. And with communication, the best communicating <laughs> couple that I felt that was here was Amani mm. and Woody. Ooh. And that right there, that decision so day between them. Girl, you know. Oh, you know, like with Woody over there, like trying to hold it. <laughs> And he was like, you know, I'm a, you know, you know, the security. Well, you know, safe. I'm saying, I feel like she my soulmate. <laughs> now, see, if Miles was over there, if, if Miles was over there with a teardrop in his face, Karen would have looked at him like, uh, bro, you crying? <laughs> let, let me not go back. Let me not go back. Listen, let me not go listen. back because you see, like, it's still, I'm still it's, it's going to be wild right. for a little while, and then we gonna be like, see, I told you. <laughs> But yes, Woody and Amani. Man, she, I knew she was. They were going to say yes, just because they fit so yes. well. And she said, like I said last episode, that we were together. Yes. Uh, she's such an excellent communicator. She, he's a little. He can be a little selfish, a little bit. But she basically, or selfish, a mm-hmm. little immature. But his immature comes off goofy. And she's here. She's here for the fun time but she's mm-hmm. also like okay let's pull it in yeah now where's that coming from you know she's a great communicator but honey when i heard the word soulmate when that came so many, girl, i was like look up don't let i'm sorry out. look up uh-uh. go back in your eyes that Ooh. communication between them that communication for them to be so raw with it I mean, I'm praying that this was not no show and mm-hmm. pony, poem show, whatever. I'm hoping that it wasn't because when I tell you, I even was just, 
I was like, y'all topped freaking yeah, Amelia and Bennett with this right here. Now the only thing I'm that just, he has to he has to completely floored. shut down anything from his wild party and single day. Yeah, he has to he has to shut all that yeah. down because that's probably the that was the only little contention part yeah. they had was a part that there's some about in DMs and social mm-hmm. media or something like that. And he's like, I don't even look at that or whatever. He has yeah. to make, he has to rectify that mm-hmm. situation, make sure that doesn't come up again because apparently Imani was not here for it. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no. Yeah, that was the main thing. And I, it is something. Let me let me say this to the listeners, especially any of you that may be like single men or if you, you know, you a lady on here and you got yourself a man, let him hear this. Just be subtle about it. Like, go ahead and skip a couple of like seconds and make sure that this is played <laughs> when he's like earshot. A man that is willing to have his raw emotions, okay? His raw emotions out there, especially mm-hmm. when he can communicate them. Even when he got a little tickle in the throat, mm-hmm. that he'd be like, you know what, look, listen, girl, right there. That's it, right, right there. there. That's it. That's it, right That's there. A- That's right there. Don't say that it's not masculine. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Let him and let him be able to show you his feelings because a man that is willing to trust you with his feelings. That mean that he really appreciates you. Like yes, he really, he the, really trusts you. Exactly. Because they don't that's be the really doing that with a lot of people. On the pancakes, that's them smothered in front, smothered in cover on them uh, hash browns. Because what you got to know is that in order to make something better, everybody has to be equally invested in that particular thing. I don't care if it's marriage or your team yes. at work or whatever. But yeah, you're going to have to have some sort of vulnerability. And honestly assess that to say okay this is what i'm putting in this in particular in this marriage i i like my money turned him all the way he is he is anchored he's anchored yes and and uh, and don't get me wrong i i'm not saying just let him always be an r&b song to you but i am saying that he can be able to be vulnerable with you and talking about the things that are even uncomfortable not just being like sweet lady would you be but no i'm talking about even those those Mm -hmm. tough questions or those tough conversations that make Mm -hmm. him feel a little on the exposed side having that type of relationship and connection you saw that with Imani and Woody because they acted like they had been married for years they had that whole dynamic even as they were you know doing this whole thing for the journey it just seemed like they were best friends and not just and she made it easy for him she made it easy for him to open up like that yes but if you're not that type of wife or that type of person yes and that's going to help your partner be easy to open up to you then you've got to go back and look in the mirror like, okay, wait a minute. There's something that's unappealing that's causing them to shut down. I can't get to that place that I really want them to come to that place with me on. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Mm-hmm. And now and now that we know this, he said yes. Yeah. Karen and Miles, Lord Jesus, they said yes. Amelia and Bennett said yes. Mm-hmm. Those are our successful three couples. We know we have our two no's, Olivia and Christina, Let's you know, talk about with their spouses. The episode but... mm-hmm. <laughs> There's yeah, a lot going on with that. <laughs> that's what I was about to get at because 
I'm just like, we're talking about how explosively emotional and genuine Amelia, I mean, not Amelia, and uh, Monty and Woody were. But it seemed like some tension's gonna be high in this well, reunion, I'm talking about even when with they them. Came together after the decision day, and they all they all was like, "Okay, what you do? Yes. What you decide? What you do decide?" The only pettiness that I saw that's gonna be like some cat bodies are the cat owners. Like there was so much, girl. Like right. how you? Ah! I don't trust cat people. Some cat people they be like, "Okay, see, I'm feeling just fine." And then as soon as you oh, put them in the hot fire, put in some water, like yeah, you know, uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> y'all don't y- y'all don't listen to her y'all y'all okay. appreciate your feline no disrespect to the feline, feline owners persona, but come on you now. know what honey he said uh, <laughs> so what kind of question should she have asked a good question like really the good one <laughs> i would like but i told you when she but she still but again this is true she shot fire first she and i'm just some like kind baby of girl way. stand down because you know she he went some kind of all way. the sugar honey she some kind of way. she Please. got she got to get through all of this yes but you got to stand down because yeah. brett is with it every time as soon as she gets started, he's like, "Well, huh? Let's get ready she, to rumble." I see Christine over there talking it. about bus, trying to bust just, some tears. I'm, I'm just so sad we didn't make it. No, <laughs> she, girl, stand it's over. Down, stand <laughs> down. It is it's over. over. But is it? <laughs> but but even there, even even they're mm-hmm. gonna be. But even they're yeah, gonna be are. back for the reunion, and that's why I'm just, I'm just thinking to myself this is gonna be tense and I'm still tense I, I, I and I have to go back to this because even the successful ones mm-hmm. were pretty tight it sound even with Amelia and Bennett with their gushy innocent love full of just mm-hmm. bursting of colorful whimsicalness and unicorns and rainbows they even sounded like I said listen, listen this better just be a highlight reel full of stuff that they just put with a whole bunch of background music sounding like a suspense a movie Tony, a Oscar a, they trying to get an EGOT for this one because they're whoever hired these editors for Married at First Sight they are the best editors on, on this side of judgment you who, hear me? Who is the who? <laughs> I just want to know who mm-hmm. is the composer for this suspense music because when I tell you every single time every, and you got to have this dramatic mm-hmm. effect every single time which speaking of Amani, I'm gonna need you not to have me think that y'all done had a whole boohoo session and then you turn around I'm, I'm getting just a divorce though <laughs> psych Girl, don't you psych me because I was about to walk Girl, out with Woody. I was I about said, to say, turn the damn I'm done. She's she got to be playing. She just playing. She gave that was she walked right into the Listen, editor's lap. I, but, and she said those one those that one little sentence. I want a divorce. Like for real. <laughs> well, I just wanna. I just hope and pray that she's not saying she wanted a divorce. I know that's right when this reunion come on because i just feel i just feel that i'm hoping i'm hoping that that is not the case i'm hoping that even with amelia and bennett i'm hoping that they haven't lost their flair i mean i know with everything happening and again they're still trying to adapt to COVID, and now you don't have anybody to kind of 
you know, help guide you through all of it while it's happening anymore. It's just you guys, unless you guys hire someone off set to be the therapist for you guys. But I'm just hoping that that's not the case now. With Miles you're and Karen, so I mean, you know. But here's my thing. Have you ever been married? Have you ever been married before? I mean. <laughs> okay, I have. I am divorced. No. Mm-mm. After the wedding, okay. after okay. you get settled in your new place, after everything kind of settles down a little bit, life begins to happen. So I am, anything I see right after this episode is either one, not going to be a surprise to me. But two, uh-huh. the what's going to be surprising is how they respond to life in marriage, right? This without any cameras, without any producers mm. talking about, hey, we need you to give us a little rundown of what just happened, you know, whatever yesterday, or watch this clip and tell us how you feel about this, whatever, whatever. Whoop, whoop. I feel like like that is the true test after the phone calls stop, all the congratulations stop, yeah. after all of the. Uh, well wishes kind of subside and you've already sent out your thank you notes for all everything and you got your own house the housewarming party's gone and all this other stuff it's real life happens and so you have to it's going to be a full adjustment I do not think Karen and Miles is going to make it I'm just going to be real I didn't Uh, think so either but then they threw me with this whole um I mean, I you know, I don't necessarily feel that strong with it either, just because, again, it's so, you know, we're going to wait on it. Because we'll go, because, you know, this is going to be an everlasting story, especially with Miles and Karen, because there were so real, many yes. things I felt she like a real, yes. was a, a real, red yes. flag That's all for I know. me. Yes. I feel like it was a pleasant surprise. Like she was mm. pleasantly surprised that he said yes, and she I was like, "Well, I'll be done." I kind of knew he was going to yes say yes for me too. I, I don't know. I felt like yes, her yes was contingent on what he was going to say, or her no was going to be contingent on what he was going to say. If he said no, she's got an easy out. If he said yes, yes okay, I'm have a safe face and get through this, and then we're done. Uh, and later on, because even after, because technically, if you look at the statistics of this. This is the highest matchmaking uh, that Married at First Sight experts have done in one season. I know you got the stats, right? Speaking of that, (laughs) I don't know if it's... No, 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 no. Uh, No, I wasn't going to do you like that. But I wanted to say that was another... But that's another thing for me is that, for one, they had more time. So I feel that the time possibly helped at least for one, we know for sure, help them to stick around. Because I feel like if had it not been for that, it would have only been two successful marriages and not three. Now with that, I feel that these matchmakers, they really want this stuff to work. Like, I know we can arrange some successful marriages. Because you can see even the look on their face with the two unsuccessful, they're just like, dang, man. It's almost like, and I don't want it to sound like I'm saying that they're looking at them like it's a game. But you can almost see them look like, sheesh, I thought we had it. And I know that that's what they would typically, I I guess that would be the typical kind of demeanor. But Honey, yeah. you are willing and willing and willing these people 
to victory only is it a true victory or is it a victory for the sake of the show and that's the thing that bothers me and you know what we we might have to aside from the finale because i know you're gonna be here for the finale right and i would like to see if we can possibly maybe get some sort of a male perspective on it too you know what i'm saying Mm-hmm. But okay. yes, I'll be more than I, happy I to be you. here with you. So thank you, know, I'll be here for it. Okay, so there's gonna be a point three. But now with that, I I really slick, I, and I and this is uh, you. You guys are definitely gonna be hearing me um, as I'm processing. I want to have a conversation mm-hmm. about arranged marriages because. I really feel that, and I'm not saying that all arranged marriages are just crazy, but I feel that there is supposed to be an element there that is not with this married at first sight. Not saying that arranged marriages are all successful, but if married at first sight is not having as great of a success rate as certain cultures and I hope that certain cultures don't feel like I hope that there are more that have grown to love their spouse more than just I'm doing it because of it being a cultural Mm -hmm. thing I I hope but I I wouldn't know because I haven't had someone um in other cultures that you know have arranged marriages but I want to have that discussion because this just seems really sad and it seems really I mean at least they have like a trial run but other arranged marriages get. don't get that trial run. Mm-hmm. You get, if I remember, um, right, if I remember, there was this instance where I saw, um, I want to say it was some talk show host. They had someone that got married, but they said, I never met my husband until wedding day. And all communication was over the phone. And even over the phone, we had someone right. in the right. family monitor our conversations over the phone. So I really want to get a little into this so i might do a little research and we might have to we might have a little conversation about arranged marriages if i could find somebody that's willing to talk with me hey listeners if y'all know somebody oh let me let me get close to the mic and whisper if y'all know somebody that possibly was in an arranged marriage i ain't gotta put them on blast i mean i only let people put themselves on blast you know for their businesses and whatnot but if y'all do know one send them over to me because you know i got an email and that email is soapboxoff at gmail.com. If you know one, I would love to interview them. I would love to talk with them and get that insight that I yeah. believe maybe Married and at First Sight is that, missing. Married at First Sight, so, this particular I, I don't se- hold season you. was different from all oh. the other seasons because they only gave them a certain amount of time. Yes. Like eight weeks. That's it. Two months. This time it's like yes. they doubled it. Yes. So, yeah. Double. So, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. again, um that's that's pretty much all I have. Uh honey, Spark, do you happen to have any notes. other notes, honey? Just, um the pettiness of Brett and Olivia. I'm looking forward to that on the next episode. I'm looking forward <laughs> to seeing if Karen's fake yes came and showed up or if they had a second honeymoon, everything is peachy king. And I am wondering what the issue is with Woodrow and Amelia. I'm not Amelia, Amani. And Amelia, I'm not worried about everybody else. Henry and Christina, they all right. They going to be okay. (laughs) Move on with their life. (laughs) So I'm excited. 
Absolutely. Okay, well, thank you again. Thank you so, so much again. Thank you. And again, you guys, this is Sparktabulous. Uh, if you hadn't already gotten all of her information on the first episode, Sparktabulous, go ahead and you tell them one more time Facebook. where they can you find can you, find boo. On Twitter. And I'm also on Discord, too, but, you know, <laughs> it just depends on what kind of circles you you fool, fool around with. But Sparktabulous, L-U-S. Okay, guys, that was Sparktabulous and all of her Sparktabulous glory. And she already gave you where you can find her. I can't wait to see what she has in store in January. And as for me, you know where to find me on Instagram, SaltboxOff. And now I also have an email if you have any topics that you would like to give me. It is SaltboxOff at gmail.com. And guess what? I decided to go ahead and do a Patreon. Yes, I know. Please, if you don't mind, support the page, support the podcast. It is www.patreon.com forward slash soapbox off. Okay, thank you. This is melodic soapbox off.